Okay, <clears throat> today's daf is daf Chof Zion in Sukkah. Again, for a four shleimah for Yosef Azriel ben Chaya Michal. <clears throat> Says the Mishnah. Uh, yeah, it says the Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar Omer. Our boss, Rei Sudas Chayi Baram Lechel B'Sukkah. We know Sukkah takes seven days in Eretz Yisrael, and you're supposed to eat twice a day in the evening and during the day. So Reb Lezer says, he said this originally, you have to have Zerchiv to have 14 meals during the seven days, twice a day. Achas b'yam b'achas one during day, one at night. There's no set amount. Eat as much, you know, if you don't feel like eating, you don't have to eat. Chutzmi lele yontav rishon shalchai. Except for the first night of Sukkot, where there you're mechuyiv to go out and eat in the Sukkot. Lele does not mean plural, it means leil of Leil shell, leil shell is lay lay yantafrishin shell. So says the marshal. So, the first night of yant of sukkahs, you know, you're supposed to eat in the sukkah. Even if it's raining a little bit, you know, you yotze to be yotze the first night. The other days, you don't have to eat, so don't wash. As we said before, you could have fruits, drinks, things like that outside of the sukkah. That's what the chum is saying. We'll see. Rablezer is really motivated to that later on. But Odom Rablezer, another thing that Rablezer said. Different than the Chachamim. If you didn't eat the first night of Yantif in the in the Sukkah, you can be Yotzen Shmini Yatzeres. You should be Mashlam it then. In other words, you make up for it on Shmini Yatzeres. Tomorrow we'll talk about Chachamim. Ain Ladaver Tashlumit. There's no making up for it. It's got, you know, Avrizmano Batal Karbono. You can't make up for it. Valzein Emmer. And this it says, the famous Pusik in Kohelis, Mubus Layuchal Liskon. A, a something crooked, some mistake, some sin that cannot be repaired, and something wanting that cannot be numbered, that cannot be made up. Of course, the Gemara talks about this also. This lustrum was also used in referring to, let's say, someone who unfortunately produces a mamzer. Uh, can't fix that. Mamzer is a mamzer. So other cases are also, but this is something that can't be, you know, once you've missed it, you've missed it. So we have apparently two machlokas in here between Reb Lezer and the Chachamim. Reb Lezer says you have to have 14 meals as a chiv. Chachamim say no, just the first night. And Reb Lezer also says that if you miss the meal, you could eat later on, you could make it up on Shemini Yetzir. So we'll talk about this now. My time at Reb Lezer. What's Reb Lezer's reasoning why he says you have to have 14 meals? He says, Teishvu came to do like we had yesterday. You're supposed to live in the sukkah the way you live in your house. Normally, people eat once in the morning, once in the evening at home, uh, once during the day, once at night. And therefore, Rabban disagrees. says, Kadir, yeah, we agree that you're supposed to live in the sukkah like you live in your house. But in your house, you don't have to have a meal. You could skip if you want. You want, you can fast. You don't have to eat every meal. So, also, you don't have to. It's up to you. So why did the Chama say, the Chama also agree that the first night you have to eat, well, the first night of Yantif, you have to eat in the sukkah, the first night of sukkahs. So if you say, you know, maybe the first night of sukkahs, if, uh, if, if you were in your home and you didn't have a chip to eat the sukkah, maybe you wouldn't eat that night either. Or maybe, oh, I'm sure, maybe, Sadak, no. There, the first night is a special drush. In Amrakan Chamisho it says here, Chamisho on the 15th day of Tishrei, is sukkahs, remember, Chamisho Asr, Bechagamatsos. Of course, the 15th of Nisan is Pesach. Malahol, and just like over there, Leila Rishon Chova, it's a chov to eat matzah the first night of Pesach. There's no choice. The other days of Pesach, if you don't want to eat, if you don't want to wash, you don't have to eat matzah. Don't eat. Just don't eat chametz. But you don't have to eat matzah. But there's a first, the first night of Pesach, you have to eat matzah. Afterwards, it's optional. If you want to eat matzah, you, if you want to wash, you got to eat matzah. But if you don't want to wash, you don't have to eat matzah. 
The first night is a chov to eat in the sukkah. We just afterwards, it's optional, but you don't have to. If you want to eat, if you want to wash, you have to eat in the sukkah. But if you don't want to wash, you don't have to eat. How do we know over there by Pesach that the first night is a chiv? Right? It says seven days you have to eat matzah. In other words, you can't eat chametz. Maybe the first night you also, if you don't want to eat, you don't have to eat at all. The Pasuk made it an obligation that the first night you have to eat, you have to eat, uh, uh, in the, you have to eat, uh, you have to eat the matzah the first night. Farsham explained, though, that there are differences, meaning even though there's a comparison, <clears throat> we also learn out, this drush is learned out, for example, uh, is there a chi of, of, um, for women, uh, to eat, uh, uh, to eat. There's a drasha that says that just like you learn out the fifteenth to the fifteenth. So just like the fifteenth uh, of uh, Pesach, the fifteenth of uh, Nisan, women are chayiv to eat matzah. The same way, should they be chayiv to eat in the sukkah the first night? That's one drasha. The other hand, you have the the, uh, the opposing svara of mitzvah man grama. But there are differences. For example, even if we say that we learn out the fifteenth, just like there's a chov to eat matzah the first night of of the Leil Chamishos of Nisan is also a chov to eat, to eat in the sukkah the first night of sukkahs, Leil Chamishos of Tishrei, there is a difference in that the, if you eat matzah the other days of Pesach, you don't have to make a bracha, a mitzvah, lachilas matzah. The mitzvah is only that first night, but on sukkahs, there is a chiv, to, if you eat, you have to eat in the sukkah, you do make a bracha, leisha basukkah, and the Mepharshim explained because that's something that can't be avoided. In other words, if, if you want to eat, you have to eat. You can't also, also sleeping, and you can't go three nights without sleeping. So he says, You don't say, You don't say, In other words, he's supposed to live in the sukkah all seven days. Person could live without eating matzah seven days. Can eat other foods, but basuka he can't live seven days outside. You got to, you got to, you can't go seven days without sleeping. So the Balmor says, therefore, that there is a difference that the other days of sukkahs you still say every time you go into the sukkah, you sit down to eat, you say leisha basuka, you make a brach leisha basuka. But on Pesach, the other days of Pesach, when you don't have to eat matzah if you don't want to wash. When you do eat matzah, you don't say alachilas matzah. There's no, there's no mitzvah. You don't have to eat matzah at all. But on sukkahs, there is a difference because the seven, the, during the seven days, you are supposed to live in the sukkah, even though you don't have to. You don't have to wash if you don't want to, but you have to live in the sukkah, and therefore there's more of a mitzvah on sukkahs, and you have to make a bracha aleshiv sukkah all seven days. Blazer. The second thing Rablazer said, what did he say? He said if you didn't eat the first night, if you didn't eat the first night. So you also, you can make it up on Shemini Yatzeres. Ivar Mablezer, Arbaas, 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 You have to eat 14 meals, once during the day, once during the night. So what's this business if you didn't eat the first night? So Rashi explains over here, since the last day is not Sukkot, it's Shemini Yatzeres, and if you ate some, if you ate in the Sukkot, L'Shem Mitzvah, you're over Abal Tosef, what a shloma of sukkahs is there? In other words, the kasha is not so much from the 14 meals. The Meiri learns differently, but the Rashi learns the kasha is like this. Rablazer says you have to have 14 meals. You have to have twice, two meals a day in the sukkah. Uh, if you didn't eat in the sukkah, you can make it up on Shemini Atzeris. 
What do you mean you can make it up in Shemini Yatzeris? You can't eat in the Sukkah on Shemini Yatzeris, right? Certainly in Eretz Yisrael. Well, that's going to go into the idea of Chutzlar, it's where it's a Sveik at Yoma, but in Eretz Yisrael, you can't eat in the Sukkah on Shemini Yatzeris. It would be overall Baltosif. So how do you make up on Shemini Yatzeris for missing the Sukkah? If you didn't eat, if you're supposed to eat the meals in the Sukkah, and if you didn't, if you missed a meal, how can you eat, make up a meal on Shemini Yatzeris? That's the way, the, that's how Rashi explains Akasha. So that's how he learns Akasha. The Meiri learns differently. The Meiri says that the Kasha is simply that, why is he talking about uh, if you missed the first night? If you didn't eat the first night, you can be make it up. According to Rebbe you're supposed to eat all four, 14 meals, all seven days. Why talk about if you missed the first night? What about maybe if you missed the second night, you can make it up. Missed the third night. Why does he talk about the first night? So Omer Bira, Omer of Ami, Chazor Rebbe retracted his first machlokas with Rabbanan. As he agreed that you only have to eat the first night. That's Chazor Rebbe Lezer. It's a Chacham Lomer. Shalodavar Kitzvah. Meratzalasan. You could fast. Chutzmila. The first night you have to eat. So Vahomi Apala Gilei. Because he holds that there is Tashlum if you miss the first night, and and therefore you can make it up for afterwards. So according to way Rashi learns, the answer though isn't such an answer because the answer is okay. He he retracted from what he said about what he disagreed with Rabban about the fourteen meals versus the one meal. He agrees also you only have to have one meal. But then what's the kasha so much? Then how does the answer the kasha? Uh, the, the kasha, according to Rashi, was, um, well, how do you make up for it on Shemini You're not in the sukkah anymore. How does that make up for it? How does that answer? How does this answer? The answer of the Gemara is, well, no, he agrees with the rabbis. You only have to have uh, one meal. You know, you don't have to eat all 14 meals. Except for the first night. Because he says he can make it up. And uh, the rabbis say, uh, there is no tashlumen for it. But the answer is not, that doesn't sit as well, according to Rashi. According to the Meiri, the kasha was, how can you talk about, why are you talking about if you miss the first night, you can make it up on Shemini Yetzirah. According to you, you have to eat every night and every day. The answer is no, he doesn't agree. He, he, he retracted his opinion, and he only holds you have to eat the first night. Mashlim Bamai. So what do you mean? Okay, maybe this is the continuation. This is maybe how Rashi we learn. So how do you make it up? In other words, you can't you can't eat in the sukkah anymore. So how are you mashlim and how do you how do you um, make up for missing that for the meal on the first night of sukkahs? According to Rabbi Lezer, even berifta, if you talk about berifta, you, you you wash and you have bread. So suda yomikachal. He's eating shmini atzeres. You also must have a suda. That that's the meal of shmini atzeres, and you make it up. You can't make it up with the same thing you're supposed to do that day. A makeup is a separate one, right? If you miss Shemun Esri, you've got another Shemun Esri. Can't make it up with the same Shemun Esri you're high for later on anyway. Elamai Yashlim. Yashlim means you have various kinds of delicacies, desserts, and things like that. Add other things to the meal that you wouldn't normally have. And Rashi says, a Koshkin, if you wash the second time. Let's say you're supposed to eat, you're supposed to eat Shemun Esri anyway. So, you know, you have your meal. Then later on, you wait a little bit after you bench and you, have, you wash and you have another meal. That would be a makeup according to Blazer. According to Chum, though, there is no makeup. Shalom Petrupas Shalagripa Samelech Ezra Blazer. Rablazer, Stam Rablazer, I guess is Rablazer Ben Hirkanis. Rablazer was a famous, uh, a famous big rabbi that we're going to talk about now a lot, and he was a Talmud of, um, of Rabbi Yochum and Zakai. And um, the Apetrupas, Agripas is, uh, I guess, um, what do they call chief of staff? You know his apetrupus who took care of the uh, took care of the of the um, palace, etc. Agrippus's uh, King Agrippus's apetrupus. He asked his chief of staff, 
Reb Lezer, the following question. I only eat one meal a day. In other words, Reb Lezer had said, originally, let's say, that, he, that you have to have twice, two meals a day. So he says, can I have one meal? I usually just eat once a day. That's it. I have once a day. Am I yotze with that? Every day you have all kinds of appetizers and fancy things for your own covet, even on your one meal. You can't have one, a little bit of extra. You can't have a little appetizer now for, for the honor of your, of the one, of your, um, the one who owns you, your konach, the one who, for God. In other words, what are you, you looking to get away with one meal? You, you always have fancy meals anyway, the appetizers, so have a little bit more for the covet of Hashem. That's where Blesser answered the chief of staff. Oh, Shola, we asked another question. This uh, chief of staff had uh, two, he said, hey, I had two wives, one in Tferi and one in Sipore. And he, uh, you know, kept them in different cities. And I have two sukkahs, one for my family in Tferi, one in Sipori. Can I be Yotze? Uh, sometimes I'll go in this sukkah, I'll eat and, I'll eat and sleep in this sukkah one day. I'll eat in sukkah another day. You know, I, I, I split my time between the two families. Am I Yotze that way? So Rebbe said, and this is not the halach, of course, I'm a low, low. He says, you can't. When you, you're supposed to stay in the same sukkah all seven days. If you go from one sukkah to another, you're not even Yotze the first one retroactively. Because the first one, you, the first, the, every day you eat in the sukkah, you're only Yotze based on the fact that you're going to eat there all seven days. You're not even, amen. again, Reb Lezer, at least with his original opinion, you're supposed to eat two meals a day. That's what he, apparently when this discussion took place before he retracted his opinion. Um, so he says you got to eat in the same, in the same sukkah all seven days. You're not Yotze. Not only you're not Yotze, you're not Yotze retroactively. So if the first couple of days you ate in one sukkah, and Yilchari, you were okay. Then you went to another sukkah. You're not Yotze even on the first days. Big Chiddush, right? We don't pass We obviously tiny Rebbe Omer. Listen, you don't go from one sukkah to another. In other words, you can't eat in this sukkah and sleep in another sukkah, or eat and sleep in this in sukkah one day and go and eat and sleep in another sukkah and another. There ain't no sukkah Also, if you didn't make a sukkah before chalamoy, we had this opinion before. You don't make, you don't, you can't make a, if you didn't build the sukkah before sukkahs the first day, you can't make a sukkah in Chalamoy. That's what Rebbe opinion was. Chalamoy and Chalamoy disagree. Yotzim sukkah sukkah. No, you don't have to eat in the same sukkah every day, as we know. You can go from sukkah to sukkah. But Osim sukkah Chalamoy, if you make a sukkah before Yantav, you can make one on Chalamoy. You're allowed to. Veshavah, and they both agree, the Rabbanan and Rebbe Lezer, if you had a sukkah before the first day of sukkahs, and it fell down, you can build it, you can rebuild it on Chalamoy. Well, isn't that obvious? My Pshita, isn't it obvious? My time, but what's, what's, why can you? My time, Rebbe Lezer. Oh, so, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I'm sorry, I skipped ahead. That's later on. Isn't it obvious that you can rebuild it? My time, what's Rebbe Lezer's reasoning why he says you gotta eat in the same sukkah all seven days? Not only do you have to eat in the sukkah every day, but you have to eat in the same, in the self same sukkah each day. My time, Rebbe Lezer, you got to make a sukkah that's roy for seven days. So therefore, therefore, you got to eat in the same sukkah all seven days. And you can't make a sukkah on Cholomoyed, because on Cholomoyed you want to have seven days. Rabbanan, Rabbanan will learn the Pasuk, this is what it means. This is what Hashem said. Make a sukkah on Chag. On the Chag, it doesn't mean a sukkah, the same sukkah all seven days. Make a sukkah for the Chag. It says, 
they both agree that if it if it fell down, the sukkah you built before sukkah, if it fell down, you can rebuild it on a chalamoy. Pshita isn't that obvious? Mao the same. I mean, it's, you're not building a new sukkah now. Rabbi Lezer said you better bake a sukkah for all seven days, right? So it's obvious that uh, you can't build it on a chalamoy. But if you built it before sukkah, and now you're rebuilding it with the same wood, the same materials that you had there before, isn't that Mao the same? Ha is not the same sukkah. Vein l'shiva, and it's not for seven days because you're building it now only for the remainder of. Sukkos, Kamash know that it's okay because it's basically the same sukkah. Tanya Rabbi Lezer Omer. Just like you're not Yodzei with somebody else's Lulav and Esrik. On the first day of Yontif, it's got to be yours. Remember, if, some, if, you, if you borrow a Lulav and Esrik on, on Sukkos, the first day of Sukkos, you know, you have to you have to be acquire it. The guy has to give it to you, and then you have to give it back to him. That's why you shouldn't give it to a cotton if he doesn't, because a cotton's not is not able to be mocking it back to you. Okay, so therefore you have to. Yeah, it, with yours. Again, Rabbelezer was Rabbelezer says you have to have a sukkah all seven days. You got to eat in the same sukkah. You got to eat fourteen meals in the sukkah originally. That's what Rabbelezer said, and it's got to be your own sukkah. Just like lakachtem lachem, it's got to be yours. The sukkah also, the sukkah also has to be yours. There, I agree. We agree that the lulav has got to be yours the first day of sukkah. But you could be yotze with somebody else's sukkah. In other words, as we know, people go eat in other people's sukkah on on sukkahs. The Pasuk says, everybody, all the natives of Israel can live in the sukkah. Everybody can be in one sukkah. Everybody can share one sukkah. It doesn't mean physically they have to be in the sukkah at the same time. The sukkah doesn't be that big, but it means they could use it one after another. That means if it's theirs, it can't, it's impossible that one sukkah belongs to everybody because not everybody would have a shavapruta in the sukkah, and that means they wouldn't own it. So it says, call Yisrael, is is fit to be in the same sukkah? That means it can't be, and it can't be something that belongs. That it depends on your only oats if it belongs to you. That can't be. So So it's impossible that it can belong to everybody. My brother, what do they do with with this idea of What does mean? Can't be stolen, right? For it could be borrowed. Kol teaches me that it doesn't have to belong to you. Here, Tosis has the kasha back on Daftas, and we're going to discuss it more in the next couple of days and as we begin Lulav Aguzel in a couple of days. The famous question, why do I need a Pusuk to exclude you can't live in a, in a stolen sukkah? Why? Because it says, Chag HaSukos Tasa Now, it doesn't mean, doesn't mean that it has, you can't be borrowed because you could borrow because it doesn't have to be yours. But Lulav can't be borrowed. Lulav has to own, you have, on the first day of, of, of uh, Sukkot. The other day of Sukkot, uh, Lulav and Esrig are only Drabonim. But um, the, the first day of Sukkot, where it's a, uh, a Doraisa Lulav, it's got to belong to you. But the Sukkot does not have to belong to you. Kol Israel, everybody can be in the same Sukkot where it doesn't belong to everybody. So what does Lachat teach me? It can't be stolen. What do you mean it can't be stolen? Anyway, you can't be yotze with a stolen sukkah. Why? Mitzvah ba'avera. We have a call mitzvah ba'avera, a mitzvah that was done only through and through the uh, 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 through performing a 
uh, an Avera before, then you were only able to do the mitzvah because you did an Avera before, that's not a good mitzvah. So anyway, mitzvah of Avera, so why do we need a Pashtamah to exclude Zula if it's stolen? Lecha, can't be stolen. Anyway, it shouldn't be good to mitzvah of Avera. So the Mepharshim all deal with that. Tosas wants to give one answer on Daftes that mitzvah of Avera is only drabonan. And this is a Doraisa. This, 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 this exclusion of Lecha that tells you that even Doraisa, you're not the not only a Chumid Rabbanan, but other Pshitas and Tosas say no, that, uh, that mitzvah of Avera is a Doraisa. Anyway, the, suffice it to say that it's a big question. Why do I need a pasuk of lachat to exclude zula? Lachar have a concept of mitzvah avera. We'll talk more about mitzvah avera in the next few days. Reb Lezer, hi, kol ezrach myavale. So Reb Lezer, who says he have to own the sukkah, so what does he do with kol ezrach Yisrael's mashbe? They could all share one sukkah, not share at the same time, but they could all use it, even though it doesn't belong to all of them. Let's say kol Remember, Reb Lezer said that you have to make a sukkah for all seven days, all seven days. Otherwise, you can't build it in the middle of sukkahs. And you have to sit in the same sukkah all seven days. You have to eat in the sukkah all the same sukkah all seven days. So according to a blazer, what does Kalazrach teach me? Kalazrach teaches me, let's say a gero's megayer on chalamoid, or a cotton became bar mitzvah on chalamoid, where he doesn't have all seven days. Still, Kalazrach Yisrael, still he could be, he could, he could, uh, he has a chiyav, and he could be yotze sukkah for the remainder of sukkahs, even though for him it's not all seven days. Rabbanan, since the Rabbanan, they don't learn that all seven days you have to have the same sukkah, uh, and you have to build a sukkah only for seven days. They say you could even build a sukkah in Chalamoy. Chag for the Chag. You should make it for the Chag, but it doesn't have to be all seven days. Since they say anybody could build a sukkah, even if you've forgotten, or whatever reason, you got out of jail, you didn't have a chance to build a sukkah, uh, before sukkahs, you can build on a chalamoid, so you don't need to post tell me that a gershnas guy or a cotton shanola or a cotton shanas gala on, on the chalamoid can also build. Anybody can build a sukkah on chalamoid. So this is you don't need to post for that. There was a story with Rabbi I assume this is Rabbi, the, the father of uh, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi That's the famous Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shalach Agbo Pnei Rabbi Rabbo Belud. Right? Rabbi came from Lud. Right, this is uh, Rashi's being supposed to the, the famous line, Acha Rablazer Lelud. Rablazer was the famous rabbi in Lud. Rablazer, this is Rablazer in here, I assume again. And uh, Rabbi went to uh, pay his respects to Rablazer, Belug Beregel, on Sukkot. Amalo. So Rablazer said to Meloy, my son, my son, my you know, my student, Encha Mishovte Regel, you're not from those who uh, who stay home and, and rest on the Regel. The people who are lazy all year round don't leave home. I mishabech them on, I, I praise them on Sukkot. You're supposed to make your, your family, your wife, your family, you're supposed to make them happy on, on Yontif, on Yontif. So therefore, excuse me, I just want to, um, too much background noise here. Um, Yeah, so um, you're supposed to make, you're supposed to stay home with your family. Uh, so on, on Sukkot, so Rabbelezer said to him, Eloi, what are you? You're coming to greet me on on Sukkot. Uh, you're not from those who stay home properly on Yatav. Even that Slanim, or Atzlanim, all year round, I'm a Shabbat them on Sukkot because at least on Sukkot they're doing the right thing. They're staying home. Um, the Chesavah says, "What do you mean?" He he he, he sort of think he he berated him for coming to visit him on Yontif, 
I, is that really the case? I, I, 80, is that so? You're supposed to visit your Rebbe. You're supposed to pay your respects on Yantav Shnemar. As it says, the, the husband of the Shunamis who was, uh, who was given, a, uh, given a boy by, um, miraculously by Elisha, and then the baby died, and then he said, Rablezer, and then she went to, uh, uh, to, back to Elisha. And uh, he said, where are you running? The husband said, where are you running? Madu'a ta'olechas, why are you going? Eilav, why are you going to him? Hayom, why are you visiting him? Lo chodesh, lo Shabbos, it's not Rosh Chodesh, it's not Shabbos, but the chodesh for Shabbos, it's like Bulei Parab Rebbe. Mashmadar on chodesh and on Shabbos and on Yantif, you're supposed to visit your Rebbe and show him your respect. So it's Mashmadar that you're supposed to. So why did Rebbe Lezer, so to speak, berate Rebbe Loi for visiting him? You're supposed to visit him if you can go and come back the same day. In other words, you didn't leave your wife overnight. Uh, but if you but if you can't, here apparently you left him overnight. And that's why he says, of course, so if you can come back, and if you can go, go and come back the same day, visit your Rebbe, then that's okay. That's the proper thing to do. Um, he said... Um, uh, but otherwise, not. So therefore, that's apparently why Rablezer berated him because he left his wife overnight uh, to visit his rabbi to come visit him. Another story. One time, Rablezer himself, the great Rablezer, uh, stayed overnight in Upper Galilee, Basukaso, in the sukkah of Rabbi Yochanan Brabaloi. Right, so in the sukkah of Yochanan, of Yochanan, he doesn't call him Rabbi Yochanan, it's a different, this is not Rabbi Yochanan, this is Yochanan Brabaloi, Bekisri, okay, he says in Upper Galilee, in Caesarea, that's not considered the Galilee today, I don't know, or Armelo Bekisaria, it's another, there were two cities by the same name of, uh, of uh, Caesarea, uh, that, that one, they were spelled a little bit differently, but there were two cities with that name, um, they had to give, you know, honor to the Caesar, uh, so um, Rablezer spent the night, uh, spent uh, spent overnight in on, on, in on Sukkot in the Sukkah of Yochran Brabaloi. Vigiachamla Sukkah, and the sun started reaching the Sukkah and it was getting hot. Amulo, so Yochran Brabaloi said to Rablezer, can I put? Can I spread a, a sheet over here to protect us from the sun?" Amulo, ain lechal kol shevet So Rablezer changed the topic. And he said, there's no tribe in Israel, every tribe in Israel, all 12 tribes, all had a representative who was a judge in Israel. Rashi starts to list them all from Yeshua on down. Yeshua, Vad Shmuel, Shemashach Shol, Melch, they all, there were judges among all of them. But when he gets to some of them, he says, he, right, Rashi himself says, he's not sure which tribe certain of them came from. Asniel, Yiftach, Shamgar, Yoyer, and Abaddon. I don't know, I don't know the names of their tribes. And Reuven, Shem, V'God, V'asher, Lomatzasim, I didn't find before that they had any judges at all. But apparently he says that was their Kabbalah, that every shavit at least established one judge. So this has nothing to do with the topic. He changed the topic because he didn't want to answer the question. We'll see why. So now the, the sun, as the sun rose more, it, it, uh, now it covered half the sukkah. So it was getting hot. And Omerlo, uh, and what was the question? Are you allowed? Now should I put a cloth on top? Should I spread a sheet? 
Now, of course, he wasn't trying to take away from the schach, apparently. He just was trying to maybe spread around maybe the walls. Uh, but the issue was, are you allowed to do this, add on to the oil on Yontif? Apparently it was on Yontif, or it was maybe Shabbos. It says, it says, Maestro Rebbe Shabbos. Shabbos usually means he stayed over overnight Shabbos. Shabbos, Shabbos, Pesachos, So he stayed overnight on Shabbos, uh, Shabbos Sukkot, apparently. And so the question is about adding on an OL. The same thing would be for Yontif. The question is, is he adding on to an OL, even a temporary OL, on Shabbos? Are you allowed to do that? And Rabbi Lezer didn't want to give him an answer. So he said, so he asked him again. He asked him a second time. As the sun started to uh, encompass more of the sukkah and it was getting hot, he didn't want him to get burned in the, get a sunburn. So he said the same question, can I spread a cloth on top? There was no shavit in Israel that prophets didn't come out of. And Shevet Yehuda bin Yamin had made a malachim al of him. And the Shevet Yehuda bin Yamin who, who made the kings, the, the kings came from, uh, through the Nevi'im. He Another thing, that first he told them about every Shevet had a judge, and now he told them every Shevet had Nevi'im. And the Nevi'im uh, in Yehuda bin Yamin, when they appointed kings, they appointed them through the Nevi'im. Now the sun really encompassed the sukkah and got all the way down to his feet. So Rabbi, Rabbi, and, and Rabbi Lezer did not answer Yochanan as to what he should do. So Yochanan, not Yochanan Sadin. So Yochanan took the, the sheet now on his own, Upir's love, and spread it over the sukkah uh, to, give him, to, to give him some shade. Rabbi Lezer that got up, so to speak. He didn't want to, he didn't want to give his, um, um, his approbation uh, to, the, to what Yochanan had done. And he wanted people to say that he approved it. So he threw his talus on his back, and and he left. He left the sukkah. Now, it wasn't that he was trying to, uh, to, you know, to evade him and not to answer him. He never said, Reb never repeated a halacha that he hadn't heard from his Rebbe. And since he didn't hear this halacha about can you add a, uh, a temporary oil on Shabbos to an oil that's already there? Can you add on to it? He didn't hear from his rabbi, so he didn't want to give him an answer. So it wasn't that he was trying to evade him, but he didn't, he never, as we'll see, he never gave an answer. He never said something unless he heard it from his rabbi. That's why Reb Lezer did not answer Yochanan, and he, and he didn't say whether it's mutter or but he didn't want to give a stamp of approval. So the Gemara's question is, Hechiyav, number one, what was Reb Lezer doing over there? Hechiyav, Reb Lezer just said a few lines before, Enyos Musikla Sukkah, Enyos, you don't leave from one sukkah to another sukkah. How could Reb Lezer have visited Yochanan in Caesarea or Caesarea and whatever it was called, how could he visit him on sukkahs? You're not supposed to leave your sukkah. Rabbi Lezer said before, you said the same sukkah all seven days. So the Gemara says, Regal Achor Havah. It was Shavuos. It wasn't, he wasn't sitting in sukkah, so to speak, the oats of the midst of a sukkah. They were just sitting outdoors because uh, he had a little hut there. It was on Shavuos. They were sitting outdoors, but it got too sunny. So answer the questions, it wasn't, where did he put the cloth, this cover? He didn't put it on the schach or anything. He wasn't ruining the schach. question is simply, could he... Could he put more of a shade? Could he build a shade, build an umbrella, so to speak, on the on the hut on Shavuos? Ivan Blazim Shrech Gatslan and Shein Yosem Mutem Berego. Right. So, what about the fact that um, uh, he says I I praise them that they don't leave Shein Yosem Mutem Berego? So he says over here what that it wasn't really as we said before it wasn't really. Uh, even if it was on, that they never leave their houses on regal, in this case, meaning even any yontif, presumably Shavuos or Pesach also, he says Shabbos Ave, it wasn't really yontif at all. It was just a Shabbos, right? First he said, 
uh, it was regalacher. He says, but even a regalacher, you're not supposed to leave. Okay, he says it was Shabbos. So, okay, fine. So that's answers that he didn't really leave his family on Yontif. It wasn't Pesach or Sukkot or Shavuos. It was just a regular Shabbos. Okay, fine. So, so but what about the question himself? Question is, can you add on an OL to an OL on Shabbos? Why didn't he him from his own? Remember, we had this in Erevin. If you had like a, uh, a skylight and uh, there was a cover for the skylight, are you allowed to close it on Shabbos? If it's, if it's tied to the skylight and hanging there, then you could. If not, either way you could. But the point is, he says, it's got to be tied and suspended in order to be able to do it. So here it wasn't tied and suspended, so that would be the answer. There it's different, because over there, once you put the skylight in it, you leave it in the wall. You're covering it up, and you might leave it there for a couple of years or whatever. You would null it to the, you leave it in the in the wall. But over here, he was only putting it up for the sukkah. They were outdoors. They were just going to put it up to cover it to paint for the sun. They'd probably remove it later on in the day or after Shabbos. So there, maybe it would be mutter. So that's why he couldn't paskin from his own from his own previous uh, halacha. What about the fact, this idea that he never paskins his uh, halacha unless he heard it from his rebbe? So here we see another story. They asked him 30 halachas about sukkahs. Apparently this was sukkahs. Twelve of them he did. Maybe it wasn't on Sukkot. Maybe it was before. It was the Shabbos before Sukkot or within 30 days. He answered 12. 18, he said, I didn't hear the halacha. Eighteen out of the 30 he did hear. He passed for them. Uh, all your word, everything here is only if you heard that. If you heard it, you know you can pass it on your own. Why do you if, only if you heard it from your rebbe? Otherwise, not. You're trying to force me to say something that I didn't hear from my rebbe, me from my from my teachers, me And all my days, nobody ever got to me. Nobody ever beat me to the base medish in the morning. I never slept in the base medish. I was always learning. I never left. I was always the first guy in the base medish, and I was never the last guy out. I was always the last guy out. Meaning, I never left somebody else in the base medish. I was always the first in, and I was always the last out. I never spoke any profane or, or mundane language. And I never said anything that I didn't hear from my Rebbe. And then he goes on, the Gemara, tomorrow's Gemara is going to go on to talk to Rebbe, that his Rebbe, or Masaki, was also like that. But the Mepharshim say, it doesn't mean to say, I mean, after all, he was a big Tamachachim in his own right. He never passed in anything that he didn't say on his own. So the Mepharshim say, the Sfasema says, no, that only during the lifetime of his Rebbe, out of respect for his Rebbe, he wouldn't repeat it. In other words, in other words, you don't want, just like you're not supposed to pass in in front of your Rebbe, so he didn't want to say anything, you know, that if he didn't hear it from his Rebbe, he wanted to do it while his Rebbe was alive, he didn't pass on his own. Afterwards, maybe he did. Chaim Shmulevit says that uh, he did pass in things, but he never passed it unless he thought about it carefully and said, what would my Rebbe have said? And that was the case. So both these rabbis were Chaim Shulevitz, and the Sfasemes, you know, both Achronim, uh, obviously, in our, our times, they both said that it's not that he never paskined anything, but he only did it in a respectful way, because obviously he was a great rabbi, and he did paskin things on his own also. All right, we'll pick from here tomorrow. Mitzvah, have a good day, everybody. Yeah, yes.